Today, we are talking about how to deal with Amazon knockoffs. As always, I am Nick. I'm Jace. And welcome to the Demand Gen Daily Podcast. Welcome to another episode, and please remember to like, follow, subscribe. Hit us up with questions. We answer them. We make episodes out of them, and or we just answer them directly. So please feel free to do so. Today, we are talking about how to deal with Amazon knockoffs, something that happens when you start getting some success. People see your sales, and they want a piece of what you're getting. How do we deal with this? Yeah, Amazon knockoffs. So here's an example. It can be it can be insidious. So had a brand that was selling reusable grocery bags and is selling like one, one ace and one skew selling really well, like close to 4,000 units a month. They're doing really well. And so what's going to happen there is you're going to have a lot of foreign competitors who have that manufacturing advantage and can buy your product and then create a copycat cheaper version of it. Copy your packaging, like literally photocopy your product inserts, packaging, stuff like that. They sell on your listing because they can, you can do that on Amazon claiming to be the genuine article. So if I'm selling Broda socks for Jace Broda and men's Broda Merino wool socks, and I'm just kicking butt, someone else can sell socks that aren't really Merino wool. They aren't really my brand. They aren't my socks at all, but they say they're my socks and they sell them 30% cheaper on Amazon, winning the buy box, taking all my sales until I can get them off. Yeah. So it's a very common problem. Copycats and hijackers are a little bit different. So we're talking about copycats right now. So basically someone who's saying they're selling this genuine article, but it is a complete fabricated copy. It's not the genuine brand. Okay. Very common problem and causing a lot of stress. The main tool that Amazon has to help sellers combat that is called brand registry. So brand registry is a program. It's a tool that once you register for and prove to Amazon that you are indeed the brand owner, you have then the power to police your brand on the platform. So you can have sellers like that removed pretty quickly without too much fuss. But first you have to prove to Amazon you are the brand owner, meaning you need a trademark. Okay. So if you don't yet have a trademark, because that can take in some cases like 18 months, it can take a long time. Oftentimes brands are not trademarking the product unless until they know they have a hit. Is it justifying the cost and time to invest in a trademark? But once you do, you can submit to brand registry. You cannot have the benefits of brand registry without a trademark. Now there is an exception to that. Amazon has a further program because they know that you could have a product take off next month. I've launched 10 products in the past year and they're all doing not so well, but one just for whatever reason takes off. And now I've got three copycats every eight weeks. Very common problem. How do I deal with that when my trademark application could take another year? So Amazon has an accelerated brand registry program where if you use lawyers that they've agreed to, they have a sort of a suite of Amazon approved lawyers you go through their process. Once you've certified that you've begun that process, you then have access to brand registry tools, even though your trademark is not fully completed yet. Okay. So it's a way to accelerate that. And it's generally a little bit cheaper because Amazon only uses approved lawyers that are charging a certain range. Okay. So that's pretty powerful. I definitely recommend you do that. Anyone who's serious about selling on Amazon, you absolutely need brand registry eventually. 
You may not want to do that if you're just launching now, but brand registry is the number one tool. So I want to just go over, because when I first started on Amazon, it was very confusing to me. Amazon is a marketplace. Like you go to a farmer's market, Amazon is the farmer's market of anything you can buy on the internet. Largest sales platform on the planet by far. And we're just talking to amazon.com, not .ca, UK, Germany, France, all that stuff. What this means is that let's say I'm in a, I'm in a market and I have my stand and I'm selling my products. Nick can come to my stand, sell my product cheaper and take all the money. That's how Amazon works. It's totally within Amazon's rules to have multiple sellers under one listing, a listing that you created. You paid for the product images. You paid for the video. Your team did all the copywriting. You did all the good practicing listing optimization that we talk about here. But someone else is selling your product on their listing and they're taking all the money because they're winning the buy box. Maybe they're shipping faster. Maybe their pricing is cheaper. How do they do that? Maybe they got your genuine product through liquidation. Maybe you have a a distribution deal with them. And so that's really a hijacker, not a copycat. They may be selling the real product, but they're selling it on your listing and taking all the sales, right? Now, if you have a distribution deal to them and you're selling wholesale, you're still getting paid, but ideally you don't want anyone to be able to hijack. Well, that speaks to maybe contract distributor contracts being updated to exclude Amazon or something like this, because that's exactly what can happen. Lots of legacy brands 15 years ago. Oh, that digital Amazon thing. Sure. You can, you buy wholesale, you can sell whatever you want. And then it came back yeah. and bite them in the butt. And they're in a place that's scary. They'll say, Jace, you, you, we can knock off all these resellers on my listing. I'll just stop supplying them. But can you ensure that I can make that sales up on Amazon if I'm the sole seller on the, in the buy box? Yeah, that, that, okay, well. yeah, that's a tough one, right? Because yes, your Amazon sales would go up, but it's also are the distributors selling other things as well, right? So how, can you make the revenue up off Amazon as well. Like that's a a load. Eventually you want to be able to own it and you want to get to that point, but it can be a, it can be a step-by-step process. So let's just go back to dealing with the hijacker. So in addition to brand registry, what you need to be able to do, if you have a copycat on your listing and you believe this is not a real genuine product, you buy the product, see the packaging, take pictures of your genuine product, take pictures of their packaging, your product, compare the two. And submit those photos to Amazon support, making clear that clearly this is a knockoff and have them removed. Even if you don't have brand registry, I suggest you do that in the helps in the hopes that Amazon will take mercy on you and have them removed. That can happen. Maybe not happen. You need brand registry for sure, but it can help. I've seen it happen where you can have a knockoff removed because clearly they're not selling the genuine article. Okay, right, with, the, right. with the product I was talking about with the reusable bags, reusable grocery bags, which is wildly popular on Amazon. It was so clearly a photocopy. It looks like I took the product, made one cheap version of it, and then I photocopied the package and pasted it on a cheap box. It was amazing. But that's what's going to happen. It's a good problem to have. It shows that you're having success. If, you're, if you start selling well, 100%, you're going to have a copycat, especially if it's a small product under $40 for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Please remember, we have a series like a few episodes back. We have a few more episodes on Amazon still coming forward. So please check it out. Until next time.